It's interesting how life takes you down a different path than the one you thought you were going to go down. As I've grown older, I've come to realize the importance of being more zen in my life. I guess you can say I'm a bit more chill than I used to be. When I was young, I wanted to be in control as much as possible. I'm not saying that's a good trait. I'm just saying that's how it was. Maybe it was because there were parts of my childhood that were chaotic, and being in control made me feel safer. But as time went on, I began to realize that I didn't really have control after all, and that thinking that I had any control was just an illusion. In a profound way, I found that to be very freeing. In the end, there's really no choice but to trust the process. For me, that meant I had to let go and trust the higher intelligence that keeps this whole universe going. It meant to believe in something out there that was so great that all I had to do was get out of the way and allow that intelligence to come through me and guide me. When I first learned about yoga and chanting, it was very foreign to me. I'd been raised in a traditional Christian family and had wariness and reservations about other religions and their practices. And because of when I grew up and where I grew up, a big part of my upbringing was centered around fear, and especially the fear of the unknown. So fear became a part of me. It was etched into my psyche. Yet in the deepest part of me, I knew life wasn't supposed to be like that. I could sense and feel when I looked around at nature that the God who created all this wonder and beauty wasn't a God of fear, but one of great brilliance and creativity. So one day my curiosity and wonder walked me into a gurdwara, which is a Sikh place of worship, where I had my first chanting experience and something that I never felt before happened to me. The good water itself looked like a cross between a temple and a really nice yoga studio. We all sat on the floor, on a pillow or a blanket, and there was a leader at the front of the room. We were all taught a certain chant with a specific mudra. A mudra is a hand gesture and position that acts as a lock to guide energy flows and reflexes to the brain. We were told to begin and follow the instructor. I think I must have been the only first-timer in the room, because everyone else there seemed to know what they were doing. I decided to act like I knew what I was doing and follow the instructor's guidance and see what, if anything, would happen. After a few minutes, something miraculous did happen. I felt this powerful energy come down through the top of my head and flow throughout my whole body, and then when I looked down, I could see that my whole body was glowing with white light. I wasn't frightened. I was just amazed and in awe and decided to allow this experience to be mine and to just flow with it. Well, that experience changed me, and things have never been the same for me since. Once I had that experience, which to me was the Holy Spirit of God flowing through me, I knew that I had tapped into something so powerful, and I wanted to know all about it. So my journey began, and this road of yoga and chanting opened up a magical world to me that I didn't know was there before. Since I've been trained as a classical singer, 
I knew a lot about vibration and sound and sound production. I'm also a teacher of classical singing, so I've worked with many students in my life, and I've taught them to sing their bodies, which basically means to vibrate their bodies. When you sing, you breathe and then allow that breath to vibrate the sound that then projects out into the world a sound vibration that's on a word that has a meaning. This is similar to chanting. In chanting, we create a specific sound using words that are often in Sanskrit, which is a holy language. As we chant, we vibrate the sound over and over again, which changes the patterning in our brain. For me, my first chant experience was so incredible and life-changing, I knew that there was great power in the sound currents of these chants. There's also great power in opera. But there's a big difference. In opera, there's a story. One that's familiar to us, because it's one of the myths that we've heard over and over again. These stories are played out in movies that we see and songs we sing. Often it's a story of betrayal and redemption, especially in opera. There's an emotional component to it that we can relate to. It reflects the lives we live and tales we tell, and it helps us make sense of things in the here and now. However, when you chant, it seems to go beyond the mythological stories. It goes into a vibration that's so primal and so much a part of our genetic memory that it's timeless. It's beyond time. It's an interaction directly with spirit, which is vertical, not horizontal, if you know what I mean. That's why we know it in our gut. That's why it's so familiar to us, and that's why it's so powerful for us. It's this experience and this knowing that inspired me to start the group Shunya, because I wanted to share this music with my fellow humans and give them the gift of this magical tool. I wasn't sure how to make this all come together, but it was a desire in my heart. As it happened, one of my close colleagues, Suzanne Jackson, had been going down a similar path as me. Suzanne had been practicing and teaching yoga for many years and had even created an entire series of videos called Yoga Sing, which is yoga specifically designed for singers. Suzanne and I had been friends for a long time. We got our master's degrees together at the University of Maryland's Opera Studio, and we had sung together with the Washington National Opera for 25 years. I had written several soundtracks to her yoga videos, so we spent quite a bit of time together discussing the power of yoga and chanting. One day we happened to be together at a spa, and we were both in the steam room, and we started chanting Om. We both thought, Wow, our voices sound really good together. Why haven't we ever made a chant album together? So that was the beginning of the adventure that became Shunya. We created our first chant album, Ascend, in 2016. It's a beautiful album. And it was such a joy to create and put together with our producer, Thomas Barkey. We love singing together, and when we do, we create a sound that neither one of us can produce on our own. It's such a beautiful collaboration. The first album we did was so rewarding that we decided to do another one. I'm a big fan of the group Mirabai Seba, and I think their music is so beautifully written and produced. When I chant with them, it takes me into a sacred world. 
As a musician, I appreciate their musicianship, sensitivity, and skill. I looked into who had produced several of their albums and found out it was a guy named Jamshid Sharifi. He was someone I didn't know, but someone I really did want to know. It took me two years to find him, but it was well worth the search. When Suzanne and I went to him with our ideas for this album, I could tell that we were in the hands of a skilled genius who would guide us to where we wanted to go. We wanted to create a chant album that was filled with beautiful melodies and energy. We wanted the power of the chants to be amplified by the music. We wanted the listener to be taken on a journey into a sonic world of vibration and transformation. We wanted people to have an experience when they listened to our music. We worked really hard on this album, composing songs in Gurmukhi and Latin and in English. I feel like this album is a golden thread of sound that brings together worlds of ancient knowledge and weaves it into the world we live in today. Our cultural beliefs may be different than our ancestors, but we are still all humans, and we are curious seekers of the truth. To quote the timeless words of Jesus, the truth will set you free, and that brings me joy. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.